Hey friends, can you believe it? We've been doing this together for a year. This is the first episode of our second season, our second year together on This Shit Works. It seems only fitting that we take a moment to look back at all we have learned together this year. Welcome to episode 53, a look back at a year of This Shit Works episodes. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson a full-service branding, marketing, PR, and communications agency with team members in Boston, LA, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at nickersoncos.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. My good friend Jackie Falla, a business development powerhouse herself, was the first person to tell me that I needed to start a podcast. You see, Jackie is one of my top five. If you don't know what I'm referring to, please go back and listen to episode two, How to Analyze Your Network, to learn about the power of having a top five in your network. She told me over and over again that I needed to create a podcast, and I told her over and over again that I had enough shit on my plate between my clients, speaking engagements, writing the book, trying to maintain some level of personal time, a podcast just wasn't going to happen. And then COVID hit, and I suddenly found myself without a platform. With all of my speaking engagements canceled or postponed, I felt lost without the ability to talk about networking and business development, because I love it, because it's what I do. Looking for the silver lining within the COVID catastrophe, I discovered that I finally had time to think about starting a podcast. I took a six-week online course on how to design and create a podcast, and in August 2020, this shit work started streaming wherever you get your podcasts. And in the years since that happened, we have done so much together. When I first started the podcast, the Black Lives Matter protests were being carried out from coast to coast in the wake of George Floyd's murder. The first series I did for the podcast was the Diversity and Inclusion series, and our first guests were Pearl Farkason and Cleone Mainville. They both talked candidly about what it was like to network as a woman of color, and how most rooms they walk into or panel discussions they attend are not populated with women who look like them. We discussed how we can begin to ask our organizations to include the voices of people of color and how much they have to offer every discussion. Summer Martin joined the podcast to discuss code switching. Everything from hairstyles and the Crown Act to language and ebonics and how so many people of color feel they need to leave their heritage at the door if they want to succeed in corporate America. Our next guest, my friend Brian Furs walked us through his experience coming out to his network and what it is like being part of the LGBTQ community in a heteronormative industry. He also talked about the importance of not assuming sameness when meeting people, that we need to be curious about people and open to their life choices. Remember Tiffany Nabone, the <laughs> creator and powerhouse behind T. Giselle Bracelets? Tiffany and I had met at a women's conference that we both spoke at, and she agreed to be on the podcast to discuss how she became a literal Instagram celebrity and partnered with Vanderpump Dogs and gave back during COVID. She was pregnant at the time of our interview and has since given birth to the most gorgeous baby boy, Maddox. 
Follow her on Instagram if you don't already. Emmy Award winner Paula Rizzo joined us to talk about how to use the power of lists to be more productive. And our discussion of the Pomodoro technique literally changed my work life during the pandemic when I constantly found myself not being able to focus and get shit done. Lydia Denworth was the perfect guest to talk about the evolutionary biology of friendships and how we keep and maintain them. I thought the Beth Hewitt interview was going to be difficult for me because it involved me participating in a 30-day gratitude journey before interviewing her. I think I mentioned this in the interview. I literally rolled my eyes so hard at the idea of writing down three things every day that I was grateful for. If you know me, I'm more snarky than cuddly, but I was pleasantly surprised and ended up really enjoying my conversation with Beth, not just because of her amazing accent. Remember Pam? She's the one who talked to us about happiness. Pam and I met at a speaker's event, and when I heard her talk about the four silver bullets to happiness, I knew I had to bring her to you, and she did not disappoint. And after that episode, remember when the students from the North End Music and Performing Arts Center joined us and sang the songs that you voted for as the tunes that help pump you up and give you confidence and make you happy? Nicole Khalil joined us next, and she shared her confidence builders and her confidence derailers, all of which provided useful information on how to be more confident each and every day. My friend Maya was next to talk about the inner critic, why it is here, what it sounds like, and how we can begin to tame it. All the way from Vancouver, British Columbia, our next guest was Summer Inanin. In this podcast, I revealed my struggle with body positivity, exercise addiction, and a slew of other fucking shit that has to do with how we let our physical self control our mind. I've gotten so many amazing responses from this episode, and I hope you had a chance to listen to it. Remember Jerry? Jerry and I talked about her experience in stand-up and improv and how this experience helped her get over her fear of failure and mistakes. She even shared a little bit of her stand-up routine with us. Precious Williams absolutely blew the fucking doors off this podcast. If you haven't listened to her episode on killer pitching, do yourself a favor and go back and listen. This was an episode where I just sat back and Precious took us for a ride. Trust and believe. With Sarah Snyder, we talked about authentic leadership and how you can be a leader at every stage of your career, and you don't need to be given permission to lead. Clubhouse came on the scene this year, so my friend and media specialist walked us through how to get on, get in, and get noticed on Clubhouse. I know this was a popular one for so many of you, even the ones who are saying, what the fuck is Clubhouse? One of my favorite interviews was Dr. Marissa Franco, where we discussed how to make friends as adults. If you listen to the podcast, you will hear an audible gasp from me when she states that the average adult hasn't made a new friend in the past five years. As someone whose subtitle to her book is Networking Your Way to More Friends, More Adventures, and More Success, this episode struck a chord with me. Another episode that had a lasting effect on me was my interview with Abby Desjardin, a sleep coach. I don't know what it is, but I've been sleeping so much better, even months after having this conversation with Abby. If you suck at sleeping or just in general get shitty night's sleep a couple of times a week, listen to this episode. Kate, my book writing coach and ghostwriter extraordinaire, joined us to talk about how to write your first book. This episode is so chock full of information that it has actually become reference material for some online writing courses. Mike Smearclough, one of the few men on the podcast, don't worry fellas, that's that's changing, came on to discuss his book, which was originally titled The Other Shit, and discusses his shape formula for entrepreneurial success. 
We talked about sex with my friend and sex therapist, Hallie LeBlanc, and how the quality of our relationships affect the quality of our lives. Period. That one was really popular as well. We rounded out the year with the Woo Woo series, which I had so much fun researching and recording. We got all into our numbers with Joe Soli, who hammered into me that I need to stop living my life as an eight and start embracing the energy of the seven, because not only is my life path number a seven, but my name is a seven too. And when someone talks to you with that accent, you have to abide. We embraced modern mantras that actually help us get through the day with Deanna Seymour and her fuck it mantra, and we ended with learning about how to lean into our intuition with Ange de la Mer, another fabulous accent I may add. Those were our guests, and they were amazing, and they gave of their time generously to be with me and with you, and I am so grateful for them. I had a number of solo episodes too, just me and you. And those we discussed how to analyze your network, the list yourself approach, which is probably my most favorite thing in the world. We talked about virtual networking tools, how do you look your best on Zoom, how to get the most out of virtual conferences, how to sell during COVID, how to network on LinkedIn. Remember in October, we had a special spine tingling networking and ghost stories and you, the listener, shared your ghost stories with me. That was so fun. I'm going to do that one again this year in this season. So if you missed out on sending me your ghost stories, uh, get them to me now because I plan out the podcasts months in advance and I'll be starting to do that one soon. I can't wait for the spooky season. We talked about the power of positive distractions during the holidays when so many of us were celebrating alone or away from family. I talked about how to combat holiday loneliness from there, we talked about dopamine and real friends versus work friends, whether it was better to give than to receive. One of my favorite episodes was Fuck Yeah, Why Swearing is Good for You. That one got a lot of responses. You all love swearing as much as me. We talked about why just is a four-letter word and also why the word to, T-O-O, is holding you back. I shared with you the five words that can reconnect you with anyone. We looked back on a year of the pandemic and what that did to business norms. We argued Mars versus Venus and how men network differently than women. We discussed introverts and extroverts and ambiverts. I'm supposed to say, oh my, here, aren't I? I explained why you shouldn't ask women why they don't have kids, least of which is because it's none of your fucking business. We talked about whether we had lost ability to socialize and how we are all socially awkward after a year of social distancing. And with that, we discussed the history of the handshake and whether or not it will return as a formal greeting. Hint, yes, of course it will. And it is. With the return to socializing and how tiring it can be, I asked, do we really want to go back to normal? Do you second remembering names? Well, have no fear. I discussed my tips to remembering the names of all the people you meet. And finally, I talked about why you really need to take a vacation. I really hope you took that one to heart. So what does next season look like? Well, I'm so excited. It's going to be bigger and better than the first season. As a sneak peek of some of the upcoming guests, I can tell you that Drew Davis will be joining us. Go to his website, aka Drew Davis, to get pumped up for that. As a treat to the gentleman who listened to this podcast, Adam Hendel will be joining us to talk about his company, Ballsy. Look it up. You don't want to miss it. Jennifer Barrett, author of Think Like a Breadwinner, will come on the program to talk about money mindset, and my good friend, author, comedian, and branding wizard, Terry Trespicio, will join us. If you don't know her, Google her TED Talk about not following your passion. It has more than 7 million views. There will be that and so much more, and I cannot wait to share it with you.
But before we get to the drink of the week, I need to ask that you please take a moment to subscribe and review on iTunes, if you haven't yet. This is so super important as we head into the second season so that more people can discover the podcast and so that I know that you are enjoying the content. If you don't tell me, then I have no way of knowing that this content is important to you and it is useful to you. So please take a moment to do that. Okay, on to the drink of the week, which is perfect for summer day drinking. It's the Aperol Spritz. Aperol traces its roots back to Padua, Italy, and was created in 1919. Aperol is only 11% alcohol by volume, which makes it a nice option for sunny poolside sipping. For the Aperol Spritz, you need only three ingredients and you make it right in the glass, so no additional barware is required. You take three ounces of Prosecco, two ounces of Aperol, and one ounce of club soda, and you combine that in a large wine glass or brandy snifter, and you garnish that with an orange slice. Walk through any Italian town during the late afternoon, and you'll find the patios crowded with groups of people enjoying this light and lively cocktail. All right, friends, thank you for being here, and I will see you next week. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works. This Shit Works.